Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 379. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for supporting me. And today I thought it would be fun if we did a like red flag episode at my own expense, uh, specifically about me, me being representative of something larger that I want to talk about in dating. Um, and, you know, recently I've done a bunch of like different media interviews for different press and whatnot. And I've talked a lot about my story and how much I feel that I've grown in the past, you know, five, six, seven years. And literally from well, also literally from when the time I started this podcast four years ago until today, from like the age of, you know, late 20s to 33 today. And I always try to give a lot of examples when talking about my growth and my alignment with my purpose. And so I thought it would be fun for this episode to look back and kind of cringe at how I used to act and date as a younger, less mature, less self-aware version of myself. Let's call it a the, the 25-year-old version of Case. Case being a 25-year-old dude living in Chicago, but also like zooming out and using me um, as the example, as the unofficial representative of other, say, 25 to 30-year-old men. I want to use my experience here to talk about uh, red flags, red flags that um, when it comes to these ones specifically, you might be a bit too patient with them in your dating life. Because I think in, in dating, there really are like two kinds of red flags. There are the overt, active red flags that we all know are red flags, like the ridiculous things that someone says or does. Someone who says, no offense, and then they say something really offensive, or someone who won't shut up about how much money they make or their body count. 
or someone who talks only about themselves and doesn't invest anything in you. Like we can spot, we can spot those types of overt red flags rather easily in our dating lives. And we intuitively know which statements should raise questions in our minds and which actions should as well. But then there's passive red flags. And these are the ones that I think we tend to overlook or we tend to give too much patience towards them. And I was thinking about myself and I was thinking about dating in general. And I want to give a couple of insights looking back about those types of red flags, the passive red flags that we're a bit too patient with. So I'll hop into it. I'll use myself as the example. And I think I'll give you um, a bit of a, a mantra or an affirmation you could turn to when it comes to your dating life. But before I do, I want to say a quick thank you to today's sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, I'm all about it. Therapy is so incredibly powerful. It's the most helpful, life-changing thing you can invest in in your life. And, you know, I've been working with BetterHelp for the past two months, and it always makes my day to get DMs from people who are like, okay, Case, I finally tried because you told me to. And it's been so incredibly helpful to talk to someone else, to talk to a stranger. So I love getting those DMs. So, of course, I continue to partner with BetterHelp. And I chose to partner with them because uh, it works. They match you with a therapist within 48 hours. Then you can log into your account. You could send a message to your therapist. You'll get thoughtful responses from them. And of course, you can log in and schedule your weekly video or phone calls with your therapist. And it's just a really thorough system of matching you. I think matching in therapy is so important. Having the right person the right qualified person. And of course, BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists that can help really in all areas of life from anxiety and depression to trauma or deep relationship issues or just in general. I think it's always helpful and healthy to talk to a therapist just because you want to love yourself a bit more, just because you want to level up in life a bit more, or just because you want to have someone you can talk to that's not a friend or not a family member, someone else. So I think it is so great. That's why I partner with BetterHelp. So thank you to them for sponsoring. If you visit betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset, you can get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash new mindset, 10% off your first month. But let's reverse this. Let's talk about me. <laughs> let's use myself as an example here. And I'll use myself as the example to make this relatable and real. But also let's let's zoom out here. And I will use myself as the representative of the general trends and observations I've seen in other people, mostly in men, certainly, but for sure in women and in all kinds of different relationships. And I'll add that this isn't an episode to be like, I used to be this kind of guy, but now I'm amazing. <laughs> like this isn't an episode to highlight how great I am today because I didn't used to be or anything like that. I'm dating someone now and she's great, but I'm sure she could attest to the fact that I'm not 100% great. <laughs> we all have learning and growing to do. But this is me looking back and realizing how much we can grow and why you as someone who is dating compassionately, why you deserve someone who has grown is growing, is self-aware. We'll come back to that in a minute. But let's start with this. I talk a lot on the podcast about intentional dating. I wrote a book called Single is Your Superpower. And chapter one of that book was where I talked about why, why are you dating? Why are you dating? About why you need a strong why to date. Otherwise, it's like you're going to the store with no shopping list, no to-do list. And then it's like, no wonder you end up buying a bunch of shit you don't need because <laughs> you don't know why you're there in the first place. 
that's like my big point about being single and dating. You need that why. And so when I look back at myself in my 20s, your boy had no why whatsoever. I had no intention whatsoever, but that didn't stop me from dating. <laughs> and that is the, the ultimate uh, observation about dating. People date without intention. Like for me, I was dating just to date because that's what you do, because I was bored, because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> there was no like deeper alignment there. There was no deeper why there was no why for why I was doing those things. And certainly that didn't make me a bad person because it can take time to figure out what you want, why you're doing what you're doing. But I think looking back, what I regret, and I'll tell you why it's a red flag here, is I regret looking back on the fact that I never really voiced that. I never really voiced that I didn't have a why, that I was just doing this just to do it. I think back and I kind of like purposefully made my intentions ambiguous and unclear. I compare that to myself today. And the first question out of my mouth is, hey, what are you looking for? Here's what I'm looking for. I've done episodes before. On, I did one episode, in fact, on the two questions I think you should ask someone on a first date. And I'm all on board that because I think intention setting is everything. But I look back to myself in my 20s and it's like, I purposely did not want to answer those types of questions. And I didn't even want to talk about what I was doing or what we were doing because I truthfully didn't know. You know, simply put, I was not I was not serious. And I did kind of every trick in the book to avoid saying that. And it would have been fine if I had said, hey, listen, I'm just looking for something casual. I'm just kind of exploring. I'm just kind of learning. But I was maybe scared to say that. I was scared that if I said that, I would scare everyone off or it would make me the bad guy, which honestly is kind of silly because there are plenty of people who just want something casual, who are in my same boat, who are just learning and exploring, not really sure what they want. And casual is the solution. There are so many people who would vibe with that and that's fine and that's great. But I kind of hid that fact. I hid it beneath lines like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm open to whatever, I would say ambiguous things like, well, you know, I'm, I am getting older, so I think it's time to settle down. And I don't think that makes me a bad person. And it doesn't make someone else a bad person who does the same thing. But it is a red flag to have someone who doesn't have an intention that they're willing to voice. And I wish someone would have called me out on that. I really do. Like you can actually go to episode 351 if you want to hear the two questions I think everyone should ask early in dating. Like if someone would have asked me those two questions, I think it would have sized me up real quick. But I look back and I just overall avoided the question of intention. And intention truly is the basis of every single relationship. It's something you need to get clarity on quickly. Otherwise, I really do think you're kind of wasting your time. More of that in a minute. But that was like the big thing that when I think back towards my 20s that I really lacked. We talk about passive red flags, lack of intention. And like I look back and I kind of cringe at that too. Like um, whenever I would date someone and maybe we would go out maybe twice and credit to her, like she would say something like, ah, Casey, like I really like you. I think we're having a great time. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. You're really great. Like when faced with that, and again, credit to, you know, a, a woman to her saying something like that and, you know, being forthcoming and like being honest, you know, when I would be faced with something like that, someone saying that they're, they're excited for more, they're excited for the future. I would take that as a sign to back off like quickly, 
like a little bit of credit to me for not <laughs> being a liar and being like, oh, me too, like, babe, like, this is great. And just kind of lying about it. But if she came on strong and, and intentional, I would see it as a sign that it's too invested. And I couldn't deal with that because I myself had no why. And that's a red flag too. The first one being lack of intention, but the second one being lack of reciprocity, lack of emotional reciprocity, practically practically lack of verbal reciprocity. It's a red flag. It is. And I I think it was clear. I think it was obvious to, you know, the women that I would date. Like it would make me uncomfortable that someone would talk about more or the future. Like I would just be awkward with a response or no response. You know, I'd all of a sudden then get busy for two weeks because I wanted things to settle down. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Lack of reciprocity that's built on lack of intention, right? And that's also, it materializes in lack of consistency. I would make a lot of excuses. I was kind of the king of mixed signals. I would rarely text first. You know, if we did hang out, it was kind of maybe last minute. And I, you know, it wasn't like I was like some fuck boy. It was just very passive. I was very passive because I didn't have a why. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. If you want to hang out, I'm down. Yeah, sure. I guess we could do that. Yeah, let's hang out soon. Sure. Why not? And I think back and it's just so cringy. It's just so much lack of intention. I had no why. And the result was lack of consistency, lack of reciprocity. That's what it is. And 
I don't list these things out to like shit on myself because those are pretty vanilla red flags. <laughs> Let's be real. It wasn't like I was like sleeping around or lying or being deceptive or anything like that. I was simply doing what so many people in their 20s do, what <laughs> realistically a lot of men do, which is just dating without purpose, dating without why, dating without a compass pointing in a specific direction. And again, it doesn't make anyone a bad person because it could take time to realize these things in life. But what makes that frustrating for someone like you, <laughs> for instance, someone who maybe is dating someone without a why, is you are not on the same page as them. You're not on the same page. And you can sit there and you can rationalize all you want and say, well, you know, once we get going, I will change that. I will become their reason. They will become, <laughs> they will come onto the same page. I will change their mind. I will give them purpose or whatever it may be. And, you know, sometimes that is true. Sometimes you could have a guy dating who doesn't know what he wants and then he meets someone fantastic and that person gives him a reason. That could happen. That could happen. Why not? But no matter what, you, we, us, when it comes to dating, we need to put a strong boundary in place for ourselves. It's easy to put a boundary in place for overt red flags. I'm sure you'd agree. If someone says something shocking or disrespectful or, you know, they're giving you all these signs that they're going to ghost you or whatever it may be, you are fully equipped and you're very likely to be like, no, this isn't for me. And you walk away. But those are the active red flags. The reason I shared my story just now is to give you an example of the, the kind of passive red flags, the, the things that are lacking. And I think when it comes to those passive red flags, we give way too much tolerance and patience to them. The things that are lacking. The ones I listed here, I think, are very, very common. Lack of intention, lack of reciprocity. It begs the question, how much are you willing to put up with a lack of something until you say, I need more, and that's it? That is a question only you can answer for yourself. But I think about being younger. I think about all the conversations I have nowadays, all the observations I have about dating. And I've just come to realize, of course, that there's no silver bullet blueprint for everything. Some people take time to open up. Some people are slow to verbalize their intentions. Dating is not simple. But the one thing you can simplify for yourself is realizing that you are in control of what you put up with. And you decide how much you're willing to put up with until you move on. You are in control of deciding if you're on the same page or not. That is what we need to realize. You are in control of deciding if you're on the same page or not. And that is the crux of what I realize. And the advice that I'm trying to give here is ultimately that is what dating is about and something you need to look to and decide early on. It's the foundation for everything. Are you on the same page? Are you dating for the same reasons? If not, then it's time to take your amazing self elsewhere. Are you on the same page? Are your whys the same? Do you have similar whys? If the answer is a clear no, it's time to move on. If the answer is you don't know, you need to push to get clarity quickly. And pushing for that clarity does not make you needy. It doesn't make you anything. I've done episodes on that before. Like, I think about myself, I wish I could go back and talk to those women I dated and be like, why did you put up with that? Why didn't you say something like, Case, are you serious or not? You're acting a little flaky. What is it? What is it you want? Like, why didn't they do that? Why don't you do that? <laughs> why don't we do that? Well, I know why. It's because we don't want to come off as too strong. We don't want to scare people off. 
And I get that, of course. But when it comes to dating, we have to draw a line in one particular place, in one place only. Are we on the same page? And you have to push for clarity until you get your answer. And I don't think there's anything pushy about that. You shouldn't move forward until you have an answer to that question. Are we on the same page? Seriously, like you ask for clarity in every other area of your life. But for some reason, when it comes to dating, we do this thing where we'd rather wait to find out. We'd rather wait to find out if we should move forward. But by that point, we've already moved forward. It's weird. We'd rather hope they tell us their intention rather than us asking. We'd rather wait and wait and add up all the ambiguous signs we can get our hands on. And then we make an assumption. And I just think it's time we stop avoiding the one thing that can solve so many of our problems in dating, which is answering the question of, are we on the same page? It's not letting (laughs) dudes like myself formerly not get away with, but be comfortable with just avoiding the question, forcing yourself to find out the answer you need to know if you're on the same page or not. If you know what page you're on, that is, you know why you're dating, you more or less know what you're looking for. If you know that, there is nothing wrong with expecting someone else to know that as well. That's not you being too needy or thirsty. It's not you saying you need this, that, or the other. It frankly has nothing to do with attraction or compatibility or anything like that. It is the starting point for that. Why are you dating? Why are they dating? If it's not the same, I struggle to see how that relationship will progress. I, of course, there's exceptions, but I, why would you enter a relationship like that unless you're on the same page? It's only inviting frustration. If you're dating because you want to find someone you're serious about and committed to and you're serious about building a life together, that's great. But if they want something opposite of that, if they want something casual, if they have no idea why they're dating, if they just want friends with benefits, how do you expect your why and their why to magically align? How? Too often we just hope that they'll change, that they'll change their mind, they'll come around, you'll change them, whatever it may be. But speaking from experience and speaking on behalf of people who have grown up, I can tell you for a fact that there are people out there who are on the same page as you. Way more people than you think. And it's up to you to find those people rather than sitting around and hoping that the other people will come and rise up to your level. Are you on the same page? Again, you're not saying you need someone with this, that, and the other. You're not saying I need someone with this love language and this past and this this value system and I need this kind of attraction. That comes later. Attraction and compatibility comes later. But first, but first and foremost, are you on the same page? Do you have the same intention for just literally what you're doing, which is dating, which is looking for someone else to be compatible with? First and foremost, to avoid the frustration of modern day dating, first things first, you need to figure out if you're on the same page as them. First things first. And that's all I wanted to do with this episode, to use myself as an example, to call myself out for not knowing that, for not having decided that yet still dating and probably causing frustration in the process, but to remind you just to look to that one singular question before you get to anything about compatibility and attraction and understanding and all those things I talk about. First and foremost, are you on the same page? That is a page where you know what your intention is and you know what their intention is and you see reciprocity and, reciprocity and effort follow.
that is it. What comes next, the actual compatibility and the actual attraction, that comes next. But in my world, it doesn't really matter. That doesn't matter unless you're on the same page. And the fact is you deserve to be on the same page and you are so capable of finding someone who is on the same page as you. And, you know, it's like despite your dating history, despite your frustration to date, despite all the evidence you have that many people are not on the same page, I can tell you that there are many people out there who are on that page and they want someone who is on that page as well. And you just need to have a strong standard for yourself that pushes you to figure out that answer sooner rather than later. And where you do it and you feel no shame, no guilt, not that you're being needy or anything like that, because you realize that that is the basis for a relationship. You're on the same page and you're moving forward from it. So that's it. I'll end it right there. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the episode. And also thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Be sure to check out betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset. You'll get 10% off your first month of online therapy. But that is it. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you for listening. And until next episode, I'm out. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset.